What's your life goal? And have you achieved it? Yeah, I married you. Aw, gross. You really need to go out there and make sure the whole world hates you. Oh, perfect. My butthole is all over the internet. A fine wine. She keeps me in the basement and pulls me out when she needs me. If I drink Sambuca, he's getting it. I bought a case. can tell a lot about a person by the way their tits, pussy, or dick looks. You come near my cheeks and it's not going to be a good day for you, homie. (laughs) This is going to be special. Welcome to the Two Onions Podcast with Danny Daniels and Vic. What's up, guys? I'm Danny Daniels, and next to me is my husband, Vic. And I'm so excited because Hadanichi's here from the other side of the country. It's so good to see you. Hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> Yay. I'm, like, so excited. It's like, this has, like, been a way to connect with all of our friends, honestly. So it's so great to, like, know, see your so face. amazing. Like, I miss you so much, guys. And, like, it's so great to see you. I mean, even if it's different, like, I would like to smooch you and, like, <laughs> let me, like... Like hug you really hard, but like it does not work anymore. But like in my um, mind, I'm doing exactly that right now. So <laughs> and we, air hugs and we and we feel it. We, we Virtual just, hug via Zoom. <laughs> oh god, yeah. This this is how we all connect now, but by Zoom. <laughs> well, it's it's better than nothing. So I I take anything I get. <laughs> so how are we doing out there? How's uh how's everything holding up during this whole mess? Well, pretty good. I mean, like, we are lucky because we have a garden here in California, you know, like, we're spoiled. (laughs) So we can still still go on hikes and everything. Like, you see, like, people wearing masks and running on their, their, like, mountain bikes or something. Or, like, but here, actually, um, I don't know, like, it's it's kind of there. You kind of see it in the stores. But, like, in our garden or anything, like, we can still hang out. And, like, it's um, actually nice to be out here still. Yeah, unfortunately, we're stuck indoors in the concrete jungle. So yeah, I saw New York. It's going, like it's crazy. It's crazy. How do what even? How do you guys even live right now? Like <laughs> it's uh, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of delivery. Uh, we go for a walk every once in a while, but yeah, yeah. I, the city's ready to explode any day now. So <laughs> it's going to be ugly. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Like I've seen like those crazy pictures of like New York completely empty like that was like terrifying it was like a oh, yeah. zombie zombie scene or something like a zombie movie I was like whoa what's <laughs> happening with my city exactly well it's, it's funny because what they're showing you the tourist areas there are no there's no tourists here no the first time in history there are no tourists in New York so the only place you see people are in like you know where you used to live uptown and where we live downtown but if you're in like Times Square Grand Central there's nobody it's mm-hmm. dead we walked over to Grant. We walked over to Times Square in the middle of the day on a Tuesday, and it was us and five homeless guys, and that was it. <laughs> well, I think that might have some sort of charm. Like, if there's no tourists, because I hate tourists. So, yeah. as, <laughs> as every good New Yorker should. <laughs> as an ex-New Yorker, I'm like, that sounds great. I should be back in the city. Yeah, you can hang out. Yeah, you can, you can walk through Times Square and not bang into people. It's great. Yeah. Uh, it cracks. It, it's funny to me because you live in my hometown, and now I'm living in New York. Like, how is it for you transitioning to living in New York, which is such a fast-paced city, to living in Orange County, basically? Well, it's in a weird in a in a way it's weird because I I love the city and I love New York. It's been always my favorite places, and I still love it and I still miss it. But it's just like now me having a baby. It's different. It's actually very nice because I cannot imagine have like my my child in the craziness. And my child is so full of life, and me chasing her down the street in like the craziest traffic. I like I don't know how that would go. So she's out here like in somewhere where she cannot do that much harm. <laughs> <laughs> 
I can tame Lily a little bit, you know, I can, she can run in the, run around in the garden and she has her dogs on the leash and everything walking on trails. So there's nothing that can go too wrong. But in New York, I see myself running after her with like bikes running around, like uh, rushing around and then like the, the um, traffic and all these crazy people. And then like in the middle of my little toddler. So that I don't think that would be so good for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah and playgrounds here have no grass. It's just different yeah. version of concrete. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So <laughs> It's like, mom, I have rocks. Look. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. And little fountains squirting up. But they even, I mean, at this point, they've shut all the parks down. So you would basically be indoors with your child, which sounds kind of horrible to me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't even know how moms are doing it. I can't even go out with the kids. But right now, like, I think, like, insanity is just has risen under the people. Absolutely. Absolutely. When was the last time you were back in Germany? Oh, that's been actually pretty long so like i'm i have plans to go back to germany hopefully when everything is over but like it's it's been over a year i think now like i don't even know like last time was i think some like yeah pretty much a year ago so oh wow yeah and were you were you born in germany or were you born in czech i was born in the czech republic so yeah. i still speak somewhat of czech as well but like it's not as good as my german yeah and you were you were born behind the iron curtain you were born when it was still part of the yeah, soviet union right. yeah yeah, my parents, um, they decided to go over to Germany when actually the wall came down. It was like, yay, let's go to Germany. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what they did. But, like, um, pretty much I still had this whole experience of, like, um, the Iron Curtain. And, um, yeah. And Czech was, was, and Czech was, was Czechoslovakia weird. then. It wasn't even. Exactly. Yeah, it was, it was both countries were combined at the time. Yeah. Do you, Am I that old already? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not that long ago. <laughs> Do you remember anything from your childhood? Were you young enough to remember, have any memories of it, or is it? I only have the memory of my parents packing up all our belongings into the car. And, like, we went on a, we went on a tour, and, like, um, I, I remember that, like, we had all our stuff in the car, like, packed up until, like, everything stopped and like we couldn't even look out of the windows it was that full like all our belongings were in this little car that's all I remember (laughs) (laughs) and you basically bolted to freedom that was like that was the end of this (laughs) (laughs) so when did you decide you wanted to start modeling when was that big jump I I had no idea because I was more of a tomboy so like I had like this weird pixie cut short hair bob wearing cappies baggy pants I was totally a tomboy I would did not look anything like a girl like I was hiding behind the big clothes and it was more like uh, my parents decided actually to go to Italy so that was our first vacation as a family and um that's where I was like a teenager. Like, I think I was like maybe 15, maybe 16 ish, something like that. And then like a photographer came up to us and then like, he was like, Hey, you're so pretty. Can I like shoot with you? And, um, that's how like, um, you know, kind of everything started. So my parents have a dog licking me. Oh my God. Hi Ivy. <laughs> I haven't seen you in forever. Ivy. I was like, what is that? <laughs> um, yeah, but like, um, that's where, took my first pictures and like he also said like hey you should you know maybe talk with some agencies and like you have potential to be a model and um then actually i went something like to sort of to a different city and then there was a model scout and he came up to me as well and he's like hey you should be modeling so that was like the first time and i was like hey maybe i should try this and then like i actually sent in my pictures into an agency and um they invited me over and that's how everything started yeah and then you wound up on germany's next top model right yeah. With Heidi, with Heidi Klum was like your mentor at the time. Yeah. Crazy. No, that's, that was like the next big step. Like, I don't even know how that happened. I think there's some, like the 
producers, they saw my picture somewhere and then like got in touch with me and like my family was like, do that, do it. Because it was, <laughs> it was so fam- like and she was so famous and the show was so popular and it was a big chance to like jumpstart your career. And like everybody was like, do it, do it. So like I had actually other plans because my dream was to go to South Africa. And like I just got a contract with a modeling agency in South Africa. And um, they even would have paid me money and everything. And like, um, you know, it would have been that much. But back in, back in the days, for a young girl, it's a lot of money. So I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so rich. I'm going to get all this money. And I'm like, um, the, the, the producers came and like everything kind of changed to a totally different thing. But it was still better because it, for the long run, that move was a little bit better for my career and it helped me to get recognition and everything. Yeah. yeah. And and then from there, you jumped to New York. Well, how, how long of a gap was it from Germany's next top model to the move to New York? Well, that was actually a bigger gap because I was traveling um, to different places before. So I lived in France, in, in Paris, I lived in Greece, even in Dubai, in Istanbul. So I did the whole like modeling tour wagon wow. where I was like different um, like modeling metropoles and like uh, the the main mecca cities and so that's um, until I got to New York I think I was kind of preparing myself for the big move like always dreamed of New York and I always wanted to live in New York that was like my major like um, major goal in life and kind of it happened but like it also happened very um, yeah I was not really ready for it because I was invited for casting and back then, actually, somebody told me, I was like, oh, you're not ready for New York yet. Work on your book. You're not going to make it. You're not going to survive even a day. The agencies are not going to take you. So I had people to actually try to convince me not to go to New York and not do it. And then I got there and, like, I went to different agencies. And, like, out of, like, I don't know, several agencies, a handful wanted to sign me. And I was like, whoa, I did not expect that. <laughs> like, everybody was telling me something else. And then I got there. And, like, also the agents, the first day I got into the agency when I signed my contracts back then, they tossed out all the pictures that people said I needed. <laughs> and they started me completely from blank. I was like, what? <laughs> They're like, yeah, we need to send you on the new, uh, like, on the new photo shoes. The pictures are crap. And people were like, oh, you need this, you need that, you're not ready. And like the New Yorkers, they're like, that's crap, just toss it out, we start over, blank canvas. Sounds like New York. (laughs) That sounds like New York, right? It's like I was working my ass off all this time in all these countries, and they're like, that's shit, that's shit, that's shit. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, welcome to New York. Yeah, exactly. They're Uh... like, no. Yeah, having 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 been involved in the business a little bit, I remember those. Oh, this is crap. Oh, this yeah. is, what are you doing with this photo? Yeah, it's like. And you sit there like as a girl. I'm like, oh my god, I just came from Paris and from this place and this place, and I worked so hard to do those pictures and like those photo shoot. I'm like, and everything is tossed out of your book. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Where was your favorite place in Europe that you lived? My favorite place was probably Milan. I loved Milan. But then also South Africa was amazing. And weirdly, I love Dubai. Like, Dubai has not... Stop licking me. (laughs) 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 All right, Ivy. We love you too. I miss you. (laughs) She wants a cameo here, you know? So that's why she's like... In her action, in here, her part. It's like, maybe I can stare in something. And and I'm I'm assuming Herman's somewhere being fat. No, he's sleeping. He's the lazy one. So it's like... Love it. Yeah, no, um, but there was a couple places, but I remember Milan like very well. Um, I felt weird in, in like Spain was beautiful, but I I lived in a in a cockroach infested like housing, Ooh. 
Oh. So it was oh, like a, that was not a good experience, even though like Spain was beautiful. And then like as I said, like really um like uh, Dubai was and nothing what I ever expected, but it was I had such a great time. But it was more like it was I didn't really come so much for the work, but it kind of combined everything. So the experience with the locals and like just you know being in the desert, it's, it has really a charm to it, and it's like beautiful in certain ways. Like even though it's an artificial city, but like I had great times. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> We have fan questions for I her? do. I have some fan questions for you. you love me. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is best, before or after mom? I'm assuming they mean well, before <laughs> your little one or is, after? Well, I mean, I would not want to miss my child. Like, my, she is a huge blessing. And, like, it's weird because I was the woman who was like, I, don't, I hate kids. I don't want kids. I don't want, like, I'm not going to be a mother. And now I'm a mom, mom. I even remember, like, talking to you before. And you were like, I oh, know. I don't want kids. That's not happening. I don't get it. No. <laughs> and now, like, my hormones are tricking me into thinking, oh, I want some more kids. And, like, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Exactly. She needs a little no, brother. But, I mean, <laughs> listen, it's challenging. It changes what, your life completely. And mm-hmm. it's totally different. It does not mean you, you are a different person and you're never going to get back what you had before you just have to organize differently and be differently mm-hmm. and like it's just a new like part of your life and you it's it's harder and it's more challenging as a mom but it doesn't mean that all of a sudden that woman that you were before is completely dead mm-hmm. but like you just find new ways and new ways to let her come through with like between all these baggy pants and stained clothes and looking <laughs> like a mess like sometimes also the heels come out and you're you know glamorous and uh, you're powerful and still strong so like yeah it's just different but like I would not give this up at any time because she's amazing and like she's been such a blessing and Aww. she's a little daredevil but she's also <laughs> she's definitely you yeah we we, 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 we watch pardon me yeah. it's part of me you know so it's been I'm fun. dealing with fire it's been fun watching you like evolve into like motherhood and it you it's you're it's still you you're still you but just like watching this new side of you grow has been really really cool yeah it's fun Thank to watch you. especially especially since I knew a lot of you before child <laughs> so wait do you have little tears little Te- tears no no you- <laughs> no, no, you don't have emotions. What, what was I thinking? <laughs> this is actually not a fan question, but it just came to mind. What advice would you give a woman trying to be sexy again after motherhood? Like after having children or a child, gaining that well, confidence? I would, I would say be patient with yourself because like things are, going, are changing you physically, mentally and everything. And if you're super harsh and you expect to look just like you were before you know, it's not going to happen. You're not going to be very unhappy because mm-hmm. it's a huge change, especially physically. And it takes a little time until everything goes back where it belongs. <laughs> <laughs> but like, um, it doesn't, like you need to make some time for yourself. That's another advice. Like you need to find time. You ask for help. Like it's hard to do everything on your own. Like take some mom, mommy me moments, just even keep your sanity. And like, if you feel good, you also look good on the outside. But, like, you definitely need to make the time for yourself, even though it's very hard. Like, you know, your kids are number one, and you give everything up for your children. Mm-hmm. So if you want to feel confident and sexy and whatever, again, make the time for yourself to exercise, be healthy, but, like, also don't stress yourself because you're a different person. Like, you grew. It's like it's you blossoming into something else, and, like, it does not mean that it's going to always change you and you're never going to be the same person like you were before again and all the fun is gone. 
but you know, it just, it's just different. It's, it's better, different, but also difficult. And you need to make it, bring the back the fun into motherhood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> One of my favorite fun things that you do is when you take her with you to the gym, especially when she was younger. Oh yeah. And you were just, you were just lifting her. her. <laughs> <laughs> well, you need to come up with things, you know, like she wants to be entertained. And like, if you need to find some time for yourself, you just like include her into the whole thing. And you're like, okay, you're climbing on top of me. So let's just use it. No, it's smart. It's so smart. <laughs> <laughs> and it might, might be a lot of creativity. Yeah. <laughs> It might be good to note because people are watching this is obviously we've known you for a long time and you were actually my groomswoman at the at our wedding. So yep. that's why we know a lot about what's going on with your life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I was lucky enough to inherit you in the marriage. Yes, you, you inherited my bestie. <laughs> I still have your beautiful pictures. I still look at that day where you guys were so cute. Like I but, I, one of my favorite pictures is where you kind of slow, like a little bit, la- like you're laughing and crying at the same time. I can see like the little tear, but you're so happy and like just like this. It's just amazing. And you, you were just so beautiful. And uh, like Kira, like you were just like I don't know. Like it, it, this is like my relationship goals. Like you guys, you know, <laughs> and love and understanding and just the joy together. It's just so beautiful. Like it just ma- makes me happy. Like you are the standard every a relationship should be. Now, now you, now you're gonna make me cry. Now you're gonna get some emotion. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I cried all day our wedding day. We, we like, have, all day. Uh, I made it. I finally made you cry again. It was not because of me. It was not because of life, but like I made you cry. <laughs> After all these years. <laughs> After all these years, it just it just took a good woman next to your side. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty much, pretty Aww. much. Yeah, we had we did we had a great time at that wedding. It was great having everybody there, and people flew. I mean, we, most people know we got married in Arkansas, so people mm-hmm. flew in from everywhere, and it was a uh, was a blast. And like, and thank you because you weddings, stood up for I me. Really hate weddings, but like your wedding was so amazing. It was so much fun. All the people there like was so much fun. Like I think my- definitely. Put- the books <laughs> i think my favorite was the fact that like you were one of like vix groom's woman and then sheree deville was one of my bridesmaids and i remember like the conversation of like <laughs> she's like so who am i walking with and i was like oh and he, she's like she's like one of like vix college buddies or what i'm like oh i'll show you and i like pulled you up <laughs> and showed her and she's like Oh, <laughs> she got. She was all excited immediately. She's like, "I got the good one." <laughs> so yeah, it was a great day. It was good fun moments. I love that wedding. It was just so cold. <laughs> the funny, the funny part about it is that was actually the first wedding my wife ever went to. Yeah, that was she'd never <laughs> been to a wedding before in her life. So her wedding was her only wedding she'd ever been to. <laughs> Well, that's the only wedding that was probably necessary. Like it was like it was the best wedding. Like seriously, I have great memories. And as I said, I hate weddings, and I was like trying to sneak out of it. I don't want to be at a wedding, but like it turned out so good, and I like it was just so much fun. We had a blast. Okay, I have more fan questions for you. We kind of talked about this a little bit, but biggest surprise with motherhood. The biggest surprise I thought was like, yay, I'm going to bounce back immediately and be this boss bitch. And like this little girl, she's like taking everything apart. And like, she's always like testing my patience. And like, I need to come up with like better strategies to be up on my time because like there is no, 
actual planning with a child. Like they, 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 everything is destroyed. Everything is like tossed apart if you just turn away. So like you need to figure things out, like to keep them more like busy on their, in their own to, and be organized better. Like I, that was something that was very hard for me. And like, it's still up to date. I still have troubles to like have a smooth schedule because my little one, she's like a tornado. So. <laughs> my, my, Do you want more of these? <laughs> my, well, my, you know, they say that the second one is like the opposite of the first one. So I have hopes that the first one is kind of like, you know, like yin and yang. And then the, the other one is a little bit more quiet. Well, <laughs> well you know both of mine. But, so. lucky, me, but lucky me, it's going to have two like those. <laughs> yeah, you'll have two tornadoes yeah, running you, around. Yeah, yeah, you know both of my children, so you, you know what happens. That did not turn out too well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I love them, so hey. <laughs> yeah, it was actually... Did you, have you changed your house around where like you, everything like below three feet is gone? Where you have to like raise everything up because they yeah. start grabbing? I had to. I had to, I had to baby proof a lot, but like, I mean, even still she gets into things like she comes up with new stuff. Like you, you put something away and she figures out how to like put a chair in front of it and just climb up on top of it and open things. So she's very smart. Like I, I always have to try to outsmart her and think of like, okay, what could she get into next? But definitely had to baby proof. That keeps you on your toes. That's for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Germany, New York or Orange County, if you had to pick one. Whoa, um, New York. That's yeah, we agree. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Favorite modeling shoot you've done? Favorite modeling shoot? I think just because it's still so memorable up to date, it's like um, Iceland. Um, like I shot with Rafael Mazuko. That was like still up to date. My favorite shoot ever. Like uh, it was, it was a mood shoot, but like it was so beautiful and artistic and it was out in nature and like just like just amazing waterfalls. And like, I don't know, you turn almost into an animal when you're out there. It's just so special. The energy from like uh, this country is just so magnificent. And like, I, I have not like nothing more beautiful, like to, um, to even think of like if Iceland was just so amazing. It is. Yeah, it was great. Well, how was it getting naked in Iceland, though? Because it's freezing I there. was freezing. It was cold. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were there in September, and it was, it was like, like 40 degrees. Yeah. It was cold in September. Yeah, no, it was cold. It was definitely a challenge. It was cold, but you kind of forget. Like, if you run around, like, all free, you're like, I'm free, I'm free, I'm one with nature. <laughs> it was so fun. Like, it was really cool. I was drinking out of rivers and running around in mud puddles and, like, rolling around in moss. So you don't care. You don't care. <laughs> Yeah, you, I love that you went all in. Yeah, you might as yeah. well. Yeah, you go in for it. Um, I had like antlers on my head. And <laughs> I feel like I've seen some of these. I haven't seen yeah. all of them though. Yeah, I gotta go them, back yeah. and they're great. Yeah, they're great photos. And Raphael Mazuko is one of the great photographers. So yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. I have a couple more. Your favorite photographer to work with, and why? I have a couple. Um, like. I have probably three that I can just say like one, I, there's actually four. So I'm um, starting with, um, I mean, I said Rafael Mazuku, but Antoine Berglas, he's like one of my favorite. He's such a sweetheart and always had such a good time. He's always so respectful. And like, he's been a great friend all these years. And like his work is just amazing. Then uh, Sean Chapman, she's actually a, a female photographer in, um, in South Africa. And like her pictures are just so stunning. And then there's Eris Habak, which I love too. Like he's, he's an yes. amazing photographer. And like, I mean, there's a list, but these are just amazing people. Like it's also the energy and mm-hmm. just the way they, they uh, photograph. 
And like the pictures are just iconic and timeless. So there's a bigger list of other photographers as well. But like these four are definitely my top, top photographers that I love. Antoine actually shot Kira in St. Barts, so it was a fun yeah. shoot. Yeah, he's so French, but I, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> French people are fun. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. can see why you like, like, he's probably one of my favorites as well, just because yeah. he, he makes you feel sexy, even if you know you don't feel it. Does that make any sense? Like, he'll, yeah. ma- he'll make you but feel you know, it. But you know who you shot with that I'm so jealous of because he's so amazing? Like, Mick Rock. Oh, Mick. Yeah. I never got to shoot with him, but he's so awesome. And, like, I, those pictures with, that you did with him, like, I just love him. Like, it's amazing. I was going to, that was my next fan question. Is your dream photographer, would it be Mick? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, I'd love to shoot with him. Like, I think he's amazing. Uh, he's, yeah. As I said, I'm jealous. <laughs> Come back out. Come out. Come out. We'll, we'll, we'll make that work. <laughs> we'll knock on the store like, oh, hello. He's <laughs> so he's so much fun. Are you, if, you ever, if you ever want to watch a great episode of this podcast, watch the one with Mick. It's freaking awesome. Yeah. He, is, he is hysterical. Yeah. Um, your favorite food? My favorite food. There, I mean, I love Italian food, but of course the Czech food. I mean, I, my roots are Czech. So my mom and my grandmother, they cook so amazing. And like, there's different like dumplings and sweet stuff, but like also like filled stuff with filled stuff. And like, there's so much like good food, like heavy good food. I think I would get fat if I would like stay with my mom and she would feed me all the time. <laughs> but I love it. And the best food, like not necessarily food, but like the best Italian dish that I ever got, like I got the cannoli that you make, Vic. Oh, <laughs> the cannoli. Oh my gosh, I'm still dreaming about those. These were the best I ever had in my entire life. Like, <laughs> I've been to different restaurants and like yours were the best ones I ever had. Yeah, I, re- I, rem- I actually remember taking you, we went to a restaurant on Ninth Avenue and you had your first cannoli and you were like, where the hell have these oh. been all my life? Yeah, yeah I know. They're, <laughs> They're dangerous. They're so dangerous. They are dangerous. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, that's it. Those were those were all my fan questions. Okay. That guy had that, I mean, like everyone wants your no- number and wants. Yeah, to, everybody wants to know. Yeah, yeah they, they they want to date. They want your number. They want. Yeah. Good luck. My personal favorite is um, what is your favorite scene on Brazzers? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, sometimes the fan questions like, oh. aren't that good. But, yeah. So what's yeah, maybe next? We should read all those questions, like the the. the Fun questions. Oh, well, there'd be a 75,000 show bobs. Yeah, it's like show bobs. Yeah, bobs, you know, bobs. You can pick up. You can hold up pictures of Bob Ross or something. I have a question as a fan. Ivy or Herman? I cannot say. They're different. I mean, you know, Charlie is probably... No, you know what? Right now it's Charlie because Ivy peed into the kitchen all this morning. Yeah. So he's apparently my favorite dog. <laughs> your favorite snake? Ivy's a little bitch. Like, she's is so Ivy tougher like, than... No, Ivy, if you don't let her sleep in your bed, she goes downstairs to pee, make sure she, make for sure she pees right in front of the staircase. Oh. So in case, if you go down the next morning that you step into it. That's oh, she's Ivy. a brat. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. But, I, but I remember when I watched them, he wanted to sleep right next to me and Ivy didn't want any part of it. She wanted to sleep across the room. Yeah. <laughs> so. He sits there and stares at you and he's like, he's like, not necessarily shy. I think he's an introvert, but like, He's also like selling out to everybody who's like cuddling with him. So. <laughs> he's just a hoe. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, used to, I used to love walking him because the bigger the dog, the meaner he got. He's like nine oh my pounds. God. He still does that. Like you can have a Rottweiler coming down the street. Charlie's like, <laughs> like totally losing his, his pool like, and everything. 
Are they protective of your daughter? They're very protective. Yeah. If anybody gets close, there was actually a guy who was so weird and creepy and he was trying to pick her up. And Charlie went for his leg and grabbed his leg and was like going after him and like kind of let make sure he lets her go again. So they're super protective. Good. Or even like if somebody's barking, if like it's been some other dog is coming to close, they're already barking and like they're my alarm system here. <laughs> there, yeah, I'm sure. So what's next for you? What do you what do you what do you what are you gonna do next? How's this well, more right importantly, now, how's the right, singing career? I'm on it. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I know I've been saying it for a long time, but like I believe like once everything opens up, I wanna get back to it. I oh yeah. I've I've started kind of practicing again. I have my microphone now at home, so I bought myself a microphone. I'm practicing, I have my whole system here and I wanna back uh, get back on recording. So I just need to like um like hook up with the right producers and get back in the studio and all that stuff. And modeling wise, I mean everything uh, with uh, the whole corona thing is a little bit on hold. So I'm just uh, waiting and hoping that everything opens up. I had like a trip coming up to New York, um, also to New York, but like uh, to Germany. So like there is a couple of things, but like I'm just waiting that we can finally travel again. It's like yeah. I had like a thing in Germany and some events and other things. And mm-hmm. um, I needed to like see my modeling agency, start my, a new portfolio. So there's a lot of work ahead of me, but like I'm just waiting for this shit yeah. to be over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst part is like, especially if you want to be proactive, you're like, I have to wait around for everything to open back up. It's been like, yeah, yeah. Wait. You kind of just sit around and you're like, okay, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. You just open. <laughs> Let me go. You're like on the starting line, ready for the race. <laughs> yeah, we, we, were, yeah, we were talking. We were looking at going to Germany for, for her birthday and we may be there the same time you are if we're allowed to if go. Yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah. That's what I'm waiting for. Like, you know, like what's, what's going to happen because I don't want to travel and then be stuck in quarantine for two weeks or even come, not be able to come back here anymore. And so it's like, this whole thing is crazy. And it's like, yeah, I guess we have to be all patient and hang in there. And so, um, yeah, just best. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, you, you want to travel, but if you're going to travel and you have to spend two weeks in quarantine, you might spend your entire trip in quarantine and then turn around and come that's, right back. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's, it says the sucky part. I yeah. guess, you know, we have to hold up and see. Yeah, it's it's insane. How's the family? How's everybody? Mom family doing? is great. Mom is great. Grandma is great. Um, they, like, they they saw the little one. We always, like, on a Zoom call or, you know, or like, each other. And she even, like, she had, like, an upgrade of, like, an a bigger iPad. So now she can see us. And she's learning how to do it. She even, she even has a profile on, on Instagram and on Facebook now. So oh. she can follow us and see what we're doing. Oh boy! <laughs> Grandma and like she's like following me on Instagram, which is so crazy. But like, yeah, that's how we've been in touch with everybody, and everybody's thankfully everybody's well and healthy. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, how, so... how about the fam? Everybody's good. My 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 son turned thirty yesterday. I know. I saw that. Wow. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's doing good. I mean, we're you know everybody's healthy and happy. So yeah. Mm-hmm. We're all happy there. So when you, when you came to New York, was it what you expected in your modeling career? I mean, I know you, you, obviously, I know you did a bunch of runway and a bunch of, of magazine covers, but was it what you expected? I (laughs) I did not expect anything, to be honest. I only went to New York to have some fun and just like be there. And like, as I said, everybody was telling me I'm not going to make it. And, you know, I'm not going to survive even a week. And then like like years later, I'm still, I was still in New York and I was actually making it, you know? So it's like, um, 
yeah, I mean, it was definitely different than what I expected, but it also turned into something great because maybe I did not have any expectations because sometimes people, they go to New York and they have so many expectations and they think everything is going to be amazing and peachy and whatever, this big American dream. And get slept over. <laughs> get in their face and then like wake up and they're like, whoa, how did this happen? And like, it's either way, like you love New York or hate New York. And yeah. I think that's exactly you know, what happens with people when they come. They, they If they get overthrown with all the craziness, and then they go back home with, you know, the tail between their legs and the others, they're like, I'm a New Yorker. I made it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you, if you've survived here like a year, now you're a New Yorker. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. That took... How old yeah. are you? And you I've, been, I've been in New York for seven years. So I think I must've been doing great. So you did, you did <laughs> yeah. fine. Wow. Yeah. No, but no, I loved it. It was like, it was the best time of my life. And, um, it was, as I said, like it was a dream and, um, that experience was just amazing. And I'm just grateful for everything, especially the people that I've met in New York, like you too. It's definitely is a big part of my own story and history and made me grow a lot. Well, it's funny that you mentioned Mick Rock because that's how you and I met was at an event that Mick Rock did um, with uh, Lou Reed just before Lou Reed died. So that's, that's the first time you and I met. A long time ago. Long time. (laughs) (laughs) A a long time, a child, a marriage, a whole time ago. (laughs) What what advice would you give for girls or guys, I guess, that want to get into modeling? Is there anything that, like, you wish you had known when you started? Yes, I mean, you have to make great connections with the right people. Like um, you'll have to go out there. You, if you're going to just sit around and wait for your career to happen, most likely nothing's going to happen because there's so many girls and boys that want to be models. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also not listen ever, ever listen to anybody. Like if people are going to tell you, you to this, you to that, you're too old, you're too skinny, too fat, too blah, blah, blah. There's always a niche for everybody. And if you really determined uh, you can make it and also if you run into the right people who see a talent in you you can make it too but like it takes a lot of hard work you need to stick out especially with your hard work you know being always on time and go to castings and um, get to know people work on your book and just you know sometimes you do take you also take jobs that don't pay a lot of money so it's not as glamorous as you always mm-hmm. think it is and but you do those jobs probably, you know, to get the right material for your book and to um, work with the right photographers and that pushes you ahead. But um, I would also say, you know, save up some money. Don't just jump into this uh, career of thinking, oh, you're going to be very rich very quick and Mm -hmm. it's going to happen overnight and you're going to be the next supermodel. Just be prepared that not everybody is making it. So if you are in that middle part that that survives on on that job and makes money and can pay bills, you're already a very good established model. Mm. Like everybody else is sometimes even making any money because they know some jobs, they pay shitty money or, you know, girls... They don't get paid several months or whatever. So the, the industry can be very, very tough. So always have a plan B. Like not as, like you should definitely jump in your dream and believe in your dream. I always say if you have a dream, there is no plan B. But like in modeling, be at least prepared to have savings because there are a lot of dry days where you mm-hmm. sometimes don't get paid. So and not everybody's going to get rich. You know, it's just 2% of the industry maybe who make it into the supermodel sphere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... You know, if you don't have those expectations, then um, you're good. But like, you definitely should have something in your pocket where you can lean back on it for like bad days. Go ahead. uh, What was your favorite fashion show that you were in? My favorite fashion show. uh, I mean, there there were a couple. um, 
I don't even remember because I mean, like, I don't, I haven't done any that big runways because I was never like a classic considered runway model. I mean, like the one that you produced, Vic, um, so, uh, you know, was actually great because, I, again, for some reason, I was naked. <laughs> well, you, 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 you were, I feel like you like to get naked a lot, Hannah. I'm always like, no clothes on. I was only clothed in like color. Yeah, you you were. Yeah, to, to be fair, you were painted. <laughs> they I was painted. Literally I was painted. painted. In color, so I did. Uh, you did not see anything, and I was dressed. But like, yeah, for painted. some reason. Well, you also you also did uh, you did the first Yeezy show, I believe, right? The first. Oh concert. yeah, I did not, but that was not my favorite. To be honest, like nothing against nothing against Kanye, he's amazing. But like we, that it was just that we had to stand there for hours, and light was shining in our eyes, oh, and we were half dead. we were like half dead on the inside, and we were not moving. And then when we were finally moving in the show, it was like one step, so it was almost like walking towards the edge of death. <laughs> oh my god! That's how it felt. I mean, it was it's still amazing to work with those people, and it's a privilege to work with like amazing people like that. So I will never take it for granted. But just the experience itself, it was tough. It was a very tough show. <laughs> Do you have a moment when you realize, like, I made it? Like, I'm a professional model. I've made it into. I think when people are start to sending me like magazine covers and say, "Hey, I found you in a magazine. Can you sign it?" And you're like, "What? Wait, what?" And then when you see yourself like on the cover of like let's say magazine or anything and they say you are the hottest woman of the year. Yeah, like, you are you were the hottest woman of the yeah, year. Yeah, you, you make Maxim. you make Maxim number one. <laughs> yeah, so that these are the moments where you're like, "Oh wow, okay, I think I, I really made it that." <laughs> that was a, that was a, that was a fun photo shoot. That was Udo, right? Udo Spritzenbart did the uh, Maxim yeah, shoot that time. Yeah, another great photographer. Like he's awesome, awesome. Like and that like that cover was just amazing. One of my favorite magazine covers I did. Yeah, there was a bunch of great yeah, photos yeah. from that too. There was a bunch of great photos. Definitely. Who produced it? Huh, huh. I don't know. <laughs> you didn't know. You didn't know. One me. <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was that was a fun. We we it wound up being shot. It was funny because it was for German Maxim, but it wound up being shot in upstate New York. So Go figure. yeah, right. <laughs> you, do you remember? It was, that was a funny photo shoot because we got a butler. Remember, we had that one guy yeah, that kept. I never had a butler photo shoot before Neither, i've done a million photo shoots and the first time they're like we're gonna assign you a butler i'm like oh this is gonna go oh, bad this is gonna go yeah, bad yeah. <laughs> ring the bell yeah, I was like, yeah. every time i get out can i get a coffee yeah it's like it'd be great i feel like, like he's, gonna regret, he's gonna regret everything yeah. <laughs> like, hey. the problem was is like we had this great butler but you're not allowed to eat in a photo shoot so. yeah <laughs> what's the oh i have a good question for you what is the thing you crave the most after a photo shoot. After a photo shoot? Mm-hmm. What is the, sometimes, like most of the time is something like a burger or something like very fatty, just out of protest. You <laughs> were <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I was skinny enough today, so let me get some real food now and just stuff something in my face. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like every model I ever met. What, what are you eating? French yeah. fries and a burger. <laughs> what, do you have like- yeah, And also what, what every model likes to do after a photo shoot is probably just go home and be totally like isolated and not see people anymore. Just hide under your blanket and be like, okay, I'm done. Bye. <laughs> Porn's the same. I'm going to go home and put my PJs on, put my hoodie on. Just yeah. <laughs> Do you have like a diet that you follow or what works for your body to, to stay? Well, I, I, us- like, I usually eat more clean. Like 
I do like I do like to eat. Unfortunately, you can see it on my ass. No one's going <laughs> to complain that I, you have ass. That's why probably I've never done so many like runway shows because I'm, I was never that itsy bitsy mini girl. Like girl, like I always had more curves and like I was more working in lingerie and more like um, other things. And that was like my strong part. Um, but like. Thankfully, also because I, I I'm able to enjoy life a little bit more and um, have also the foods that I like and indulge also in sweets because I have a sweet tooth as well. Like I love chocolate and like desserts and Italian cannolis. And, <laughs> Sorry. And so um, I do have a diet when I like I when there is a big job coming up. It's more like I I exercise a little bit more than usual and then like I eat clean and that means just you know just. Um, like vegetarian, like not vegetarian, but like vegetables and fresh fruits, fresh, you know, fresh stuff, and not nothing processed. Try to cut, um, I try to cut the sugars and all the stuff and the fatty stuff. But like, I still eat like protein and all everything, and I try to just have a um, balanced, healthy lifestyle and food lifestyle. And if there is just a special photo shoot, then I train a little bit harder instead of just like starving myself. Yeah, that's yeah, probably it's probably better on your body to do it that way. Keep it yeah. in moderation. All right, you Definitely. get stuck now. Now you have to answer my questions. <laughs> Are you ready? It's, wait, before you start, it's right. nice to hear okay. that you actually eat because I feel like. Oh, so wait, that, that was the good cup, bad cup thing. Now the bad cup starts. Yeah, yeah now the bad cup starts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny though because I like uh, at least for me, like you always think like fashion models, runway models, like you guys never eat, but it's nice to hear that you actually eat. I do. I mean, like, honestly, I did had times when I was younger and more like, uh, like I was insecure about my body or like I felt pressured from my agencies or other people that were telling me you are too fat, you are too this, you know, you have to lose weight. And I remember those times in Paris and Milan where I was like feeling bad because I saw other girls you know, throwing up or so skinny and they were getting all the jobs and I did not. And then you kind of start thinking and then you start trying to like, you know, like be like hunger as well. And like, you, you try to like uh, lose weight. And I remember there was this time, like where this girl, and I think she did it on purpose, you know, like she was like, Oh, I have these cool pants. And every model was wearing like this weird, like, I don't know what they, what the brand of the band uh, of those um, jeans were, but they were like some trendy jeans in the modeling industry uh, and everybody in Paris was wearing it to the castings. And she was like, oh, I have one um, that I don't uh, that I don't use. And they were super expensive. I remember I was just starting off and I had no money to buy those because they were like $300, $400. And she's like, oh, I have the pair and like, uh, you can have mine. But it was like size zero, zero. And of course, my fat ass did not fit into it. <laughs> and it made me feel even, even worse. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like so fat. And like, you know, like as a young girl that kind of touches you and it goes into you, you sit in your room and try to figure out how to lose it extra weight and the funny part was back then when I was trying to lose weight um like excessively like that I did not book as many jobs and my career wasn't going too well and once I said you know what screw it I'm not gonna do this anymore I'm gonna love myself and just be myself and be authentic that's where things clicked and that's where like um the the bookings happened that's where my agencies kind of found a niche for me you know like um, do things that uh, fitted me instead of like me trying to fit to the client they had clients that didn't love me and they embraced my curves and everything and that became my main career you know like I did all these great covers because of my my hips my my curves and so you know that's I would say also to people I don't feel pressured to be something that you're not I think it's so important to be authentic because if there's a talent in you and people see it they will see it because of you not because 
oversized or anything. And it's not worth it. Like my health was getting in a very bad way. And I was like, I was getting into like, you know, getting a, um, a, like an eating disorder. And once I, I saw myself getting really skinny and, and skinnier and skinnier and skinnier. And there's even pictures of me when I look back and I'm like, whoa, I was actually super skinny and sick. Mm-hmm. And back then people would still tell me, oh, you have to lose weight. You have to lose weight. And now I look back on it with my curves more and like having a better career and be striving and all, you know, being embraced by certain people that are top photographers and top clients and they work with supermodels. That's where I was like, okay, wow, this, I don't have to be all that and I can just be myself. I love that. That's so that's, important. That's important. And I'm glad yeah. you shared that because I think a lot of people's overstress. And I also feel like people have a different glow when they're happy than when they're miserable so i'm sure once you started doing what made you happy you just you know yeah. were a magnet. exactly like I, when i was trying to be somebody else first for other people or because mm-hmm. of their opinions i was miserable i was miserable so lonely and being close to being sick you know and not have a healthy way of seeing myself in my body mm-hmm. and once i put a hold on to that i was like you know what i don't care anymore like i'm too tired I'm, i feel too bad and my my body is getting weak i don't want to do that my hair is falling out you know my my skin does not look good people still tell me i'm nothing once you put the hold to that, you, you, you tell yourself you are something, you are somebody and you are worth it, even with a little bit extra curves or whatever, or like, you know, you, you have different type or you have something that I, somebody else doesn't have, mm-hmm. you know, a gap or like, I mean, now finally our, um, our industry is embracing different people. They have, you know, vertigo or they, they have just, they're, they're plus size or yeah. there's so many different people you know and you as you can see that can be beautiful too and i think it's so important to embrace exactly that because it makes you unique mm-hmm. absolutely exactly i couldn't have said it better myself <laughs> you ready for your questions yes <laughs> <laughs> okay number one what's the most annoying question people ask you <sighs> the most annoying question i don't even know like i, I haven't been even asked many annoying questions <laughs> no, I think, you know, what? yeah, if they ask me something about my ex or like something that was, in a, you know, it is long gone or whatever, that's the most annoying, I would say. Well, it's got to be up there. What's your yeah. favorite way to eat a potato? My, wi- oh, fried. <laughs> we have a lot of salt on it. <laughs> <laughs> what would the title of your autobiography be? Of uh, the bio of my what? Of your autobiography. What would the title of your autobiography be? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I didn't that say would these probably were... be it. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like that. That's a good title. <laughs> uh, what's the biggest turning point in your life so far? The biggest turning point um I mean, you know, it the last couple of years have been pretty tough for me. I mean, like I lost a, a couple of people that were very close. A good friend of mine was also my manager and then my dad. And uh I mean the pregnancy, which was a little bit of like unexpected, was also a major change, which turned into something very beautiful and something very magical for me. But it just, it's just been a tough couple of years, you know, like just all a lot of so many changes and so many different, you know, letting go of people and saying goodbye to people. And yeah, so that, that I would say was, I'm going to tear up. <laughs> <laughs> so it's my turn no, to make yeah. you cry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, what are you most proud of? What I'm most proud of is um, my daughter. Like I'm most proud. She's the greatest accomplishment because I was so scared to have her. And I just said I made the decision to keep her and just, you know, have just be committed and be a mom, even though I was so freaked out and scared. 
I'm super proud of it because she's such a beautiful being. Like every time I look at her, I just feel like it's totally worth it. And um, even when I cry, you know, and if I'm my worst, I still look at her and she makes me smile inside. So this is my biggest accomplishment. Um, but then I think also, I mean, career wise, I don't think my jobs, I don't see them as my biggest accomplishment. What I see as my biggest accomplishment is the experiences I made and the people that I met because all these amazing people that I have in my life, yourself included, um, I think that's my biggest accomplishment because it makes me also who I am because I learned a lot from different people. I just grew so much as a person and um, just, you know, coming from a little town in in Czechoslovakia (laughs) and not not having much. My parents were such hard workers and like, you know, I grew up on a little farm and like, you know, like it was not really glamorous and whatever. And then um, just, um, just by me, coming out and being like in America or like living in, in cities like New York, that's a huge accomplishment for me. And um, I'm very proud of that. that I came so far and made all these amazing, unforgettable memories. That's great. What takes up too much of your time? What takes up too much of my time? Cleaning up after dogs and kids. <laughs> Not a surprise. <laughs> yeah, Especially so when your daughter anytime. was in the throwing food phase. I remember watching your Instagram and being like, oh my God. They all go through it. (laughs) You know what? It's not only that. It's it's not that she's just throwing food. I have two dogs that are jumping on the table because they're hoping to have food. So like you turn around to clean her mess and then you have this, have a dog sitting on the table eating from the plate. You're like, what? Oh God. Yeah, that's my life. That takes a lot of time away because you're like, (laughs) you, 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 you clean up one spot, you turn around and then the next spot is like, like bomb exploded in that room. (laughs) What is your favorite smell? My favorite smell. um, I'm a little essential oil witch. So I like, I love essential oils and I I have a million diffusers in my, my house. Like every room has one. And like, I love different scents. Like I love Jasmine. That's like Jasmine is like my favorite smell. I Mm. like love vanilla and cinnamony scents. And weirdly I like, um, I like anything that smells like wood like uh, leather, things like that, like like dark, almost like male smells. Like mm-hmm. I was never like a girly girl's, uh, you know, flowery sense. Anything that smells like, like earthy has been burned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. earthy, burned. Like, Cedar oh, that's, wood. That's, yeah. that's one thing I miss. You said jasmine is growing up in California. Like there's jasmine everywhere yeah. and honeysuckle, like all those smells. It's like, oh, so good. Yeah. Yeah. So in, good. In, in New York, we have pee. Pee. It smells like pee. Pee urine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, what what gets you fired up? What? What gets you fired up? What gets me fired up? Um, ignorant people, just people in general, if they're annoying. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Just there's. I mean, I have a temper, so I mean, technically, you can get me fired up by just saying something wrong to me in the morning. So and then I start throwing things at you. I've, I'm I've, just um, quietly <laughs> nodding to this. I've, like, I've seen you know, that you, temper. Well, you served me my coffee the wrong way, then I get fired up like. I mean, you know, I'm a ticking time bomb. <laughs> I, 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 I have definitely seen that. I've never had that temper di- directed at me, but I've seen that temper. That's but you were sure. pretty good. You were pretty good. You know, you were catering to my needs. So you were. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was, I was doing a lot of trying to keep you from murdering somebody. But yeah, I, was, uh, I love it. Uh, Maybe it's a Czech thing. Are you German and Czech or just Czech? 
No, I'm both, like I was born in Czech Republic and then raised in Germany later on. But like my family is, is has Hungarian, Slovakian, Czech, Polish roots, German. Like because I have whole... German and Czech in my blood, and I have a temper, and so oh. I feel like this is a German Czech thing. Because like he's yeah, I like if I'm so in a mood, too, yeah. Mm-mm. I don't know if Germans have like the temper or not, but like I know that Nick, yes. Like I mean, Czech people are supposed to be very sweet and whatever, but like we do have a temper. There's, like and, a, like, so, yeah. there's another side of the coin, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. The and then, and, <laughs> and, and when you yell, <laughs> your accent. I, I, I throw out a coffee mug at you. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and, and, when, and when you yell, your accent gets thicker, and then it gets scary. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's very true. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, what do you wish you knew more about? What I wish I knew more about. Um, I wish I knew more about money. <laughs> how to, how to uh, you know, like where to invest it and all this stuff. I think that's very like a very good uh, knowledge to have. I would love to have more knowledge with different languages. So, I mean, I speak three languages, but I want to speak some more. So I would love to learn a couple more. I have friends that actually are speaking like six or seven languages uh, like fluently and like I always admired that I wish um I don't know I, I think if I would go back to my childhood or like or even just like you know a teenage age I would love to start over with that knowledge that I have already now just you know like to outsmart certain people because you learn a lot through experience and um I don't know like um I think these are things that I would love to possessed i want to know more about it absolutely all right your final question what's the one question you would want everyone you meet to answer that's a good one actually so everybody you meet has to answer this question they have to answer this question wait now i have to come up with something very smart that's going to embarrass everybody (laughs) (laughs) Let me think. <laughs> That's, yeah, right. We might be we might be sitting here for an hour because, like, you know, you're the evil genius over there. <laughs> <laughs> the one question that I would want everybody to answer. Yeah, it's kind of like, what do you want to know about everybody? I always wonder, like, what everybody like where they actually messed up in their lives because in everybody's trying to be always perfect and you know like they, they try to hide like their garbage but I always think like we all have something that we kind of feel embarrassed about and like if we would kind of share that with everybody I think you know we would kind of put ourselves in the same boat because we all have shit on us like you yeah. know they, I think there's stories there's stories that on every uh, on all of us that like if so, like a, one best friend or somebody who doesn't like us would tell about us that we would be like no please go away yeah so that's more like those those stories that we and then that we would never tell everybody yeah that's a that's a my, my favorite is um I'm glad there weren't camera phones when I was in college yeah, oh very happy gosh. about that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, would, yeah, I would not make it. Yeah. All right, yeah, so we're, we're at the we're, we're at the end here. Shameless plugs. What do you want to plug? Hmm? Shameless plugs. What do you want to plug? Where can people Shameless. find you? When people find me. Yeah, where can people find you? Where can people find me? Um, <laughs> right now in my garden. <laughs> <laughs> What's your, what's your socials? What's so your, say, yeah, your social you. media? Oh, uh, my socials. Yeah. I mean, I, I use mostly Instagram, um, like, which is, you know, Hannah Nietzsche. And then like, um, 
I don't know. Um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm trying to get on TikTok because yeah. I see everybody's and like, I don't have, like, I, I have a TikTok account, but I haven't started with it yet. So I need to like get some inspirations. And before I put something out, yeah, you've been very good. <laughs> no, but no, yeah, she, but, I mean, she has, she has a TikTok. It's insane. A lot of I it's know, torturing I've, I've me. Been, I've been binge watching your TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she's got this down to a science. Yes. Like I went down to all of. I was. It was. It's hysterical. I was laughing my ass off. Like when I had a bad day, and then like I see how you like punk um, Vic. It's like so funny. Like. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I like that. I'm, I'm really happy that torturing my husband, it brings people joy. It, yeah. And yeah. who might argue? I was like laughing. Like I was like, I was crying out of like <laughs> laughter. Yeah. Yes. You need to make some. Yes. Yeah. I'm slowly no, converting just- everyone to TikTok. You guys can do no, that I at TikTok. Like on it. I already have to, I already have the account set up, so I'm getting on it. Like I just need to get, be more creative of like the TikToks, but like you're the TikTok queen. That's for sure. <laughs> What do you want to plug, hun? Um, well, follow me on TikTok, <laughs> Danny Daniels TikTok, and um, I don't know. Check out my OnlyFans or Danny'sThings.com, all this stuff. And uh, buy my book. I have your book. <laughs> I have to I sign it for you. I read it. Wait for the coin. It's on Amazon. I can't wait for the second book. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm actually writing it. I'm covered. I figured yeah, got to do something when during this crap. <laughs> I can't wait for that. Oh, it was so good to see you and catch up, and I miss you. Yeah, we yeah, miss hope- you too, like a lot. So hopefully, cr- cross fingers, we can travel and we'll be in Germany together. That'd be yes. so fun. That would be amazing. Like the, you, if you guys in Germany, like we're gonna have so much fun. Oh, I would look forward. I've never been. She's been. I've actually never been, and I'm I'm really looking forward to it. So we're hoping we can go. Yeah, it'll be so nice. Fingers crossed here. Absolutely. All right, love. Bye. Love you too. Bye. See you soon.